Welcome to the Awkward Introverts Guide to the Apocalypse, the podcast that is here to tell you that if Vault Tech comes knocking, lock your door, please and thanks. I'm Josephine Reilly. And I'm Zombie Tia. And on today's episode, we're taking out some gunners and we're going to explore Vault 95. Whoop whoop. <laughs> That's like the first thing I wrote that is full of gunners. Right? I hate them so much. They are definitely annoying. That is a fact. Raiders, okay, they're fine. Mirelurks, whatever. A Deathclaw, yeah, fair. But the Gunners, I'm just like, fuck off. Just get out of here. What even is the point of you? Right, and they always have the Assaultrons with them, and it's just a terrible time every time. It's probably just because they they kick my ass so thoroughly. That's why I hate them so much. But beyond Vault 95 being filled with gunners, the main thing about it is the experiment there was they put in a bunch of chem addicts, had them get clean for five years, and then were like, well, (laughs) let's just see what happens when we, uh, you know, open up this secret chem stash. Which, once again, if Vault Tech comes knocking, Lock your door. Right. These guys are bad. What hurts worse is, like, all the stuff that's, like, in the vault being, like, hey, yeah, these guys are, like, showing real good progress. Like, the addicts, they're doing great. They're doing, like, all their group stuff. They're recovering so well. And then it's just, like, time to fuck them over. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that experiment ended exactly how vault thought it would, too. So that pisses me off even more. Yeah. Just makes me so ragey knowing that that's exactly what they intended to happen. Once again, what is the point of this? I get that you guys are, like, doing social experiments, but why? What is the point? How is this bettering the future? Right. Like, in any way whatsoever. Yeah, I agree. You could have just not had the chem stash open. You could have let these people get four realsies clean, live nice lives until they could come out of the vault. But no. Right. I think I'm just like, every time we do something vault tech related, (laughs) I just like get more and more like tired and frustrated with them because nothing they do makes any sense to me. It definitely fills me with rage when we talk about vault tech. 100%. It just makes me rage. And I just picture, like, the secret vault tech guy just, you know, with a thin mustache just creepily rubbing his hands together in the corner (laughs) every meeting, just waiting till the day when he can open up the secret chem stash. Just like, (laughs) Right, and what an asshole, because seriously, did he not grow any connections with these people? He 
he had to have. He was in there with them for five years. At any point, he could have been like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that because this is definitely going to ruin their lives. But no, he did it just on time. So he's just a giant bag of dicks in my head. vault hired nothing but sociopaths. That's what I am convinced of. Like Fair. All sociopaths, all psychopaths. Just lacking of all human empathy whatsoever, because how do you do that? Like, how do you spend that many years and not, like, grow a connection to anybody and stick with the quote-unquote mission and just fuck over an entire vault of people who were bettering their lives? Yeah. Why can't vault just have done what they say they did and, like actually helped people why do you guys have to be an evil corporation why do you have to be the absolute worst all the time always yeah seriously the world got bombed vault tech why are you doing this i mean they were planning it before the bombings right but, you know there's also that it's like y'all knew a bombing was coming yeah. you built these shelters because you knew a bombing was coming but why did you do this please explain yourselves Give me an essay on why you think this is okay. Sources and sites and whatnot. Please and thanks. A lovely cover page. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I don't know. I find it really, really sad, too, that some of them caved and then others were like, no, no, we gotta resist. We gotta stick with the program. Yeah. And you gotta, like, imagine how hard that had to have been because it's just like, they definitely grew bonds together. Yeah. And so having a friend who caved, but being one that resisted, it's like, oh, I'm trying to help you, but I'm trying to stay clean myself. And it's just, oh, it's a nightmare. Right. Absolute nightmare. So that makes me think about the overseer's office, because obviously they were in the middle of a meeting, mm -hmm. right? So what do you think happened in that room? Do you think they were surprised by whenever people realized that chem stash was open and people just came in and murdered them or do you think they were trying to hide out in there to stay clean and then got bombarded or what is your theory on it my theory is i think that they were having a meeting about it like all the main people of the vault uh-huh and i think things got heated and a fight broke out that's fair that's fair that, yeah, that's my theory on it because, you know, I'm not an addict. I don't know what addiction is like. You know, I've seen people, like, struggle with stuff. And you gotta imagine, like, how on edge it can put you. Yeah. And so if it comes to a fight, a verbal fight even, I think there were a good chance that it was going to come to a physical fight. And then you gotta imagine that the people who caved, they were probably fighting over getting the drugs as well. Yeah. That is completely fair. Mm -hmm. So it's like, this person's got jet. I want jet. I'm going to go get it. Right. I completely picture it being chaos out in the hallways. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I think I was going on in the overseer's office. I like to think it was a group of people just trying to stick it out with a method they knew how by having a meeting and trying to keep clean and either mm -hmm. they ran out of food or they got um, broken into or something yeah that is a good one another good theory i think is that uh maybe the people who had caved were holed up in there with their drugs and then others tried to break in for them the only thing that makes me not 
think that is because you find skeletons like locked into their own rooms or into the bathroom and stuff. So I don't feel like people would congregate as a group to split the drugs. Mm -hmm. I think at that point they were probably selfish and hiding amongst themselves more so than in a group. That makes sense. I think you're right there. So there are strangely, like, a lot of chems in the vault still. Yeah. Which makes me wonder if, like, everyone died before they could use all the chems up, or if people were going there to do chems, or what was happening exactly. I don't see the gunners as big chem users myself, but possibly. And I wonder what, like, the whole point of them even holding that vault was. Just, like, did they think it was a good base or was there like something more about it that they liked well when it comes to the base Mm -hmm. yeah i think they might have gone because it was a good base that vault is located close to the glowing sea Mm -hmm. and it withstood the bombs being dropped so close and was intact and livable and stuff Mm -hmm. so it shows how strong the vaults were so yeah, I think if it were me and I was in a gang like that, I would try to seek out a vault too, because they're known to be indestructible. Yeah. So I can I can see it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But I also am confused about the, all the drugs in the vault, especially the drug cache that was opened, and there's still things there, because that should have been completely picked over. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I can see people like sneaking in there to do chems because it's a desolate spot and the door is open. Mm -hmm. But I would have thought after the 200 years that at least the skeletons would have been picked over and all those chems would have been taken. Yeah. Especially because in the Fallout 4 Vault Dweller Survival Guide, it said that there are still residents living there when the gunners took over. So yeah, that place should have been picked over many, 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 many times over. Yeah, I agree. I have a hard time with the Vault Dweller Survival Guide because, like, the more we look into stuff, the more I'm like, it's a little bit contradictory of some things. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and so, yeah, I always, like, question it a little bit. Yeah. But also, it just doesn't seem like the Vault was extremely livable, in my opinion. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking that I would be a better house person, a house cleaner i don't know i don't know what i'm looking for here (laughs) but like i would have cleaned up the skeletons maybe right no i see where you're coming from because whenever i go to an abandoned place where people are still living and the remains of the people before them are still just littered everywhere i'm just like why how why it's like when the raiders hang bodies from like trees and chains and shit it's like doesn't this stink How are y'all breathing right now? (laughs) That is a good point. I think they do it more for an intimidation factor, though. Yeah, but y'all still gotta breathe that air. (laughs) Maybe they're just used to it after so many years. I don't. Oh, God. (laughs) Having smelled dead animals and stuff, I'm just like, "Uh uh-uh, no. (laughs) How do you get used to that? (laughs) Ugh. Right. Speaking of... The amount Mm -hmm. of drugs in this vault. Do we want to talk about the jet controversy? I absolutely do want to talk about the jet controversy. Perfect. Because, yeah, jet wasn't supposed to be pre-war. Yeah. And I did look into this. Same. I read somewhere, I wish I had written down where I had read it, that there actually was a version of pre-war jet 
And then after the war, they figured out how to replicate it using Brahmin dung. Like, the fumes off of it or something. Yeah. So in Fallout 2, it's established that Myron made it with Brahmin dung. And that later on, after the discrepancy with the following games and there being jet in locked (laughs) vaults, that they've been trying to backtrack and make it out as though Myron didn't actually invent jet. But to that point, there is no jet. Mm -hmm. So it's very disputable because if you follow lore from the beginning, then it's not Mm pre-war and Myron did invent it. Yeah. And we should talk about him in a moment because, oh my God. Okay. But if you, (laughs) you know, want to fix the mistakes that were made by people not looking into lore before they made more games... Mm-hmm. then, yeah, you can go with the theory that he didn't invent it, he just perfected it. Well, so, there are, like, so many drugs in the world, and I wonder if it could be seen as, like, so it was pre-war, then the ability to make it was lost, but it was easily replicatable Yeah, through the system that he figured out. Right. So you could look at it that way. If you really want to explain it away. But it's just like one of those things. Right. It's y'all got to do your research before making another game. Yeah. So we don't have this happen. (laughs) And let's just say I was super disgusted when I read that Jet was made from Brahmin dung fumes. Like, oh my God. (laughs) Yes. That's straight nasty. Yuck. Straight up gross. (laughs) That's so gross. Oh, God. Like, I know, like, that, uh, from what I was told, I am a sweet baby that is innocent of all. (laughs) But from what I was told, I know that, uh, mushrooms grow in, like, cow dung better or something like that. Yeah, sounds about right. So, like, just thinking about that, it's just like, that was in a cow poopy. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, oh I'm not judging anyone for anything they do here, but there's cow poopy. Yuck. Oh, no. <laughs> so, did you research Myron? I did not, and I'm very excited for you to tell me all about him. Oh, oh, you, oh. This might be... Paint me a story. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this might be your new least favorite fallout character oh my yeah so myron is a teenager oh no (laughs) already (laughs) yeah um he works for a very predominant family and he's their Mm -hmm. he's their drug creator and he creates jet so that they can take over new vegas or not new vegas new reno my apologies Anyways, I didn't dive too deep into that because I was just wanting a quick overview for this. Mm -hmm. So this teenager, since he is so profitable, he claims to be a genius. This family he works for, they spoil the shit out of him. So he has a lot of money. He gets all the prostitutes he wants. Oh, God. Yeah. And being a teenager with this huge ego... And apparently an insatiable libido. All the whores hate him (laughs) because he treats them like shit. Oh my god. And it's just kind of a scummy dude, right? 
Why am I getting flashbacks to a boy and his dog? That is exactly what I was thinking of. But the worst part about it is if your character has low intelligence, he kind of just treats you like shit anyways, especially if you play a male. He just is dismissive and thinks he's too good for you and stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you're a female Mm -hmm. and you have low intelligence, he slips you a drink with some special stuff in it. What? Yeah, yeah. And if you have low endurance, I think it was, and you drink this drink, your character blacks out. And your sex stats go up. So. I am enraged. So that's the kind of dude Myron is. But there is a silver lining to this. You'll be happy to hear. Okay, what's the silver lining? So apparently in the endgame credits, he um, is in a bar and a jet junkie murders him. So he dies. Good. Good. Ugh. How dare he? Yeah. How dare he exist? Yeah. I do not like that. Yeah, no, you're right. He's my least favorite character. (laughs) That wasn't too hard. (laughs) Oh, I read it and I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no, indeed. Major A Boy and His Dog flashbacks just reading his summary because, yeah, he thinks all people are objects and he treats them as such, especially prostitutes and whores. And yeah, he can date rape the player. That is awful. But the unfortunate thing is, he's mm. since he's under 18, if you kill him, it goes towards child killer stats. So, Gosh dang it, but I want to. You don't really want to murder him yourself. Let me kill this kid. He deserves it. Right? Jeez Louise. What a completely awful piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jet is really interesting. I think that is something that we should definitely dive into harder at some point. Just like all the chems, really. (laughs) Not gonna lie. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Maybe I'll make my person take chems in the game for once. Instead of just sell them. Oh, goodness, and see what happens. (laughs) Yeah. Like, (laughs) because it was, the only time I ever took any was in Fallout 3, and it was medics. And the instant I became addicted, I panicked and, like, would not take any from there on. (laughs) Just like, nope, no thank you. I cannot. (laughs) I must abstain. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So... Back to Vault 95. I like their overseer system. Yeah, how it was once a year. Yeah. That was, I like that a lot. Rather than someone being in power for entirely too long, I've been spending a lot of time with John Hancock, so. No surprise there. No surprise. But yeah, I like the fact that the overseer is not a vault Tech representative in this scenario. And they have to actually be voted into position. Mm-hmm. I like that too. I mean, if only vault wasn't, you know, creeping in the shadows, this vault would have done really well. Yeah, it really would have. They had a good system going and scummy, scummy vault over there rubbing his hands together in the corner. Yeah. Plus, coffee was readily available in this vault, so I think I could have done well Especially since I wouldn't have to go through the withdrawals of a drug addiction, so. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was uh, reading stuff on this, and someone was like, oh no, they just switched one addiction for another. Look at all these coffee cups. And it's like, listen, first off, how dare you? (laughs) Second (laughs) off, I could quit anytime I want. Don't start with me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
Coffee is just a bright spot in my dull mornings. I have so few pleasures in life. Let me have this. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) That feeling, I understand completely. I had to quit creamer recently because I'm trying to be quote unquote healthy. And that's been a little tough, but don't ask me to quit coffee. That's one of my goals for next month. Oh, it's a... Calm down on the creamer. Sugar in general, so that's going to be real rough. <laughs> oh dear. That's not a fun time. Yeah, one step at a time. I have a little tracker on my phone that I can track my food with, and it told me I went over my sugar goal for the day. Yeah. And I loudly verbally abused it in the middle of work. So, you know, that's how that's going. Oh, I don't blame you. Yeah. Don't tell me how much sugar I can have. You're not the boss of me. I don't care that you actually are trying to be helpful to me. Shut up. Right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Screw you, Tracker. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know me. I needed that sugar. Yeah. It's a real problem. Another interaction I really liked, Mm -hmm. speaking of coffee, is if you take Codsworth and you take him into the overseer's office, he says, I have the most incredible urge to rearrange those chairs into a more perfect circle. And I felt that deeply. Oh my god, right? Oh, I don't know why I feel so deeply connected to him in that moment, but I do. Right? It's like, okay, let's just like, uh, let's stop our little adventure. I know that we're gonna go do something or other, but let's fix these chairs together. (laughs) It just feels right. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I had the same thought when I walked into that room. He just spoke what I was thinking. He just really wanted to straighten those chairs up. I think it's the only thing him and I agreed on. It's hard to agree with him on a lot of things, even though I do adore him. It really is. (laughs) He's a good robot butler, doing his best. He's just stressed. So stressed when you find him. All the stress. And I feel that. So. <laughs> same. I feel like I'm saying that a lot this episode, yeah. but same to the like 10th degree. Same. A relevant thing. <laughs> so big mood as the kids say. Another interesting thing about this vault is you can find the Big Guns bobblehead. So if you're a bobblehead collector, there you go. Which I am, of course. Yeah, same. (laughs) It's a little strange for it to be in this one, I think. It's just not where I would expect it to be, I guess. But it is with the gunners. So maybe it makes sense. Maybe. Right? Yeah, maybe. If I was going to put it with the gunner specifically, I don't think I would have picked this location. Mm-mm. But if you go with it being with the gunners, then it's not a bad spot for it. I think that I would have um, picked the overpass that they all live at. I think that's where I would have put it. That's what I was thinking. Then it would be a pain in the ass for me to get to even more. So That overpass is where I I ran into my first behemoth. Oh my that god. That was terrifying. It's awful. So yeah, I had gunners shooting at me from above and a behemoth beating the shit out of me below. It's terrifying. That helps, uh... My first behemoth was Swan, so over in the pond. (laughs) Oh no. Because apparently- Oh no. I can't read. (laughs) I'm just, I'm too busy to stop and see what the signs say. Right. And so I'm just like, oh, a nice little pond area. I'm gonna go see what's over here. No. No, you're not. (laughs) Absolutely not. You were too busy bebopping to Diamond City Radio. I was very low level at the time. So, oh no. <laughs> it did not go well for me. When plenty fine for Swan, I don't think he even got a little bit hurt. <laughs> yeah. I love that, by the way. 
swan in the pond. <laughs> I know. It's great. I love him. I just don't want to fight him because he is terrifying. <laughs> Agreed. What are you doing? Why are you living in a pond? <laughs> Who put you here? Why is your name Swan? Who named you? Like, right? Did you name yourself? Where did you come from? Exactly. I'm not gonna lie. Behemoths are terrifying. I love super mutants. So I kind of love behemoths, even though I have never had a good encounter with one. I know, right? I just want to climb up on their shoulders and ride them like they're the freaking big friendly giant or something. Yes, exactly. Let's go on a walk, my giant friend. (laughs) I wish, but no. All y'all want to do is murder me. And throw boulders and bullshit. Yeah. Why can't we just be friends? Exactly. I'm expecting way too much out of the wasteland. (laughs) I think we both have that problem. (laughs) We just want it to be a more peaceful (laughs) wasteland instead of a so murdery of one. Why can't we get along? Right? Yeah. It's so funny because other people are like, did you murder this person in the game? And it's like, no, let him live. No, I did not. When my spouse plays, like if a character even like gives him the slightest amount of sass he's like that's it you're dead shouldn't have sassed me even a little (laughs) oh no it's like oh just like even the smallest slight is enough for the death sentence for him (laughs) (laughs) oh no i know and that's why he would last in the commonwealth longer than you and i yeah it's true it's absolutely true that and you know my lack of probably being able to find any edible food after a few days that's true that is true yeah damn you gluten Anyway, okay, are we going to talk about how, like, the big addiction curing chair looks like a torture device and it's terrifying? Oh, 100% it does. Did they have to make it so scary? Like, so neck stabby? I mean, I guess in New Vegas, when you get into, like, the big, uh, oh, what are they called? The doctor pods. That's terrifying. Oh, yeah, for sure. This is, like... On that level. It is also terrifying. And it's like, why you gotta be like this? Like, what if you moved, like, even slightly wrong while this was happening? Then the vault count goes down, I guess. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) That's horrible. So... (laughs) Like, kind of good for Kate for getting into that chair. No thank you for me, so. Oh, yeah. This is why I don't do chems, kids. You don't want to have to sit in that chair and get cured of all your addictions. Right. And Kate happens to be, I think, the reason this vault was even created. I absolutely agree. It's like, we're gonna have this tragic character, but we need to, like, have something to go along with her. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, I guess. And I feel badly. She's, like, my least favorite companion out of all of them. I don't, I don't know. She just rubs me the wrong way, I guess. So, weird thing is, I never traveled with Kate because I narrowly avoided her and it was not it was not on purpose it was a complete accident it's a hard to miss area i feel like yeah no i went to the combat zone and it was when i was traveling with Mm -hmm. strong and i feel like most of my stories happen when i'm traveling that little short amount of time when i was traveling with strong Mm -hmm. because i've only played through the one time Mm mm-hmm So I went into the combat zone, looked around for a little bit, looked at Strong, was like, nope, walked out. (laughs) And then I was like, I'll come back to this when I'm a little bit higher level. Mm -hmm. And then I forgot completely about it. 
intel doing research for this episode. Oh no. So yeah, I I never got Kate because I noped out of there because I figured I was too low of a level to compete. Man, yeah, I get that. There's like a lot of raiders in there. <laughs> and it seems like the game had at one point been set up that for you would have to fight Kate to get her as a companion. They obviously changed that for the game. Yeah. That would have been interesting, but yeah. Didn't happen. Right, especially because from what I saw, one of the options were you could actually kill her too. Mm -hmm. So you could have either killed her or she'd become your personal slave companion, so. Which, not great. No, especially with the rest of her story. Like, her story is super sad, which, like, it makes me feel bad that I don't enjoy her as a companion. Our alignments are not the same. I tend to be a helper, and she does not see people as deserving of help, or why should they get help? I never got help, and it's like, okay, Kate, it's time to turn into a better person now. Like, chill out, okay? Let's explain her backstory briefly. Mm, Absolutely. Let's do it. She was born to extremely abusive parents who did God knows what to her because she doesn't like to talk about it. They did break one of her legs when she tried to run away. That is one thing. Yeah. So. And they locked her in a shed another time Mm -hmm. when she tried to run away. Mm -hmm. She like held on hope that they did love her and just didn't know how to love her. On her 18th birthday, she was sold into slavery. So. Yeah, she had one of those slave collars put on her, which... To me, those are like the most horrifying things. Right. The idea of having to wear one. Maybe maybe I'm still scarred from Sierra Madre, but I just, ugh, it gives me the shivers. Right? That's the one reason I, well, not the one reason, but it was a big reason why I couldn't side with the Raiders in Nuka World. Mm-hmm. I did not like the idea of all those citizens having explosives strapped to their neck for the end of time. Yeah. Ugh, no thank you. So, she was sold into slavery on her 18th birthday, and then she spent the next five years stealing caps and saving to buy her own freedom, which is very admirable, if you ask me. Good for her. Yeah, considering she was having to steal them from, like, customers, quote-unquote. Yeah. Yeah. Poor thing. Ugh. So she buys her own freedom and then she tracks down and brutally murders her parents. And I can't say I completely blame her because that is a lot of pent up rage. I absolutely do not blame her at all. I know how I was not that long ago talking about a more friendly wasteland, but someone sells you into slavery, fuck them. After abusing you for the -hmm. entirety of your life. Yeah, fuck them. They don't deserve anything. The Wasteland's a better place without those kind of people in it. Yeah, exactly. I have an idea for a better Wasteland and they're not a part of it, so. Right. So she began using chems and booze to dull her past and the guilt she felt over killing her parents because I also understand that if you murder your only family, you're gonna feel a certain way about it. Mm -hmm. She wanders into the combat zone and she says that for three years she lived peacefully, just kind of drinking and fighting her way through life. Then the raiders come and take over the joint and then it's hell again. Yeah, especially, you know, when she refused to sleep with the boyfriend that she had, her raider boyfriend. Yeah. And so he let the other raiders beat her. Yeah. Like, wow, a garbage human. Absolute garbage. Right? And then she basically becomes a slave again because Tommy has a contract on her. So I, I'm curious about how that came to be mm-hmm. because she was a free fighter, but then apparently... It, 
to me it sounds like she was just put right back into slavery yeah just no collar this time yeah exactly she has a place to live but damn Mm -hmm. (laughs) but she's just making tommy money and Mm -hmm. she's entertainment for everybody yeah so she had the worst life imaginable basically and so i get her anger and i get her bitterness basically yeah but she is a hard person to travel with i feel like i cannot even oh man there was a couple of other companions and they were just hard to travel with and i feel like that would have been another really hard one for me to travel with yeah i don't know i want to like her but also yeah from what i was reading people who do like kate mostly like the fact that she can be used to pick locks of almost every tier yeah. as long as she has bobby pins it just takes a little bit longer than others depending on the difficulty of the lock not entirely useful for me since generally i just sit and level until i get that yeah that's one of the first things i level up too so it would not be really mm. of any use to me as well yeah like she can be sassy and funny but also she's got real anger issues especially when she is still using chems yeah it's like uh i just want to have fun and jokey joke around the wasteland (laughs) right but you're making it kind of hard and then she doesn't like it when you're nice to people which is like okay well i'm not gonna be mean god you're asking too much of me right now yeah especially for no reason of course i'm gonna help settlers with all of their problems even if it's problems they could potentially solve themselves It's fine. It's whatever. Right. I'm here to help. That's what I'm going to do. They have a bloatfly infestation. It's attacking them all the time, even if it's across the map. Listen, those bloatflies, they're a real problem, okay? They travel very long distances <laughs> to attack them, and then they travel very long distances back. And don't get me started on the raiders that keep kidnapping that one chick's brother over and over and over again. <laughs> I'm not here to victim blame, but some might think that maybe he's starting to ask for it. <laughs> Like, is he getting kidnapped because someone's got a crush on him and they just want to hang out, but they don't know how to ask? Oh, God. (laughs) Is that the problem? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. Listen, this fan fiction writes itself. Let me... Let me help it. Oh, good. The socially awkward raider with a crush (laughs) on this kid. (laughs) He doesn't know how to act. (laughs) Listen, Bethesda, once again, contact me. I will write stories for you. Crap. <laughs> That's it. Someone with talent write me this story. I need to read it. It has to have a happy ending. I deserve this. I need it. We all got through 2020 and now I just want nice things. It's all the nice things. Write me a love story between a raider and a stupid farm boy who keeps getting kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> kidnapped in air quotes. Oh no, I wandered too far from the settlement. I sure hope there aren't any raiders out here. <laughs> It would be a real shame if there was some raiders lurking around. Oh no, I forgot all of my weapons at home. I'm completely defenseless. (laughs) Yes, I love this so much. Uh, See, it just writes itself. Right, though, it really does. Jeez, where are, how did we get here? I don't know. All right. Um, (sighs) going back to Kate. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Watch me work my magic. This can tie in. Okay, do so, it. I'm ready. So, if 
you romance mm-hmm, Kate, mm-hmm. she becomes hopelessly and desperately in love with the sole survivor. And it's thickenly sweet. Yeah. It's a little overboard for my personal taste. It's a little too much for you. It is too much sugar. <laughs> Ooh, please read me some of these quotes because I've never romanced her. Um, and I was only skimming the quotes at this point. I didn't write them down, so I can't tell you them word for word. Uh, but she she just calls the sole survivor like lover every sentence, and it's just I don't know. Oh, that's too much for me. <laughs> she'll say stuff like she'll go to the end of the earth for them, and she's happy and in love. And I don't know. It's just really over-the-top rom-com to me. Oh, no, honey. Oh, no. Yeah. Too much. Dial it back. Yeah. Yeah, that, that wouldn't do it for me either. Maybe that's because my relationships tend to be a little mean. <laughs> but... Right. I like to, you know, poke some good old-fashioned jokes. Yeah. If your significant other doesn't sometimes feed you candy and say, here, piggy, piggy... <laughs> Are you really in love? Oh, no. <laughs> like, you're my little piggy. Oh, my God. Like, that's not nice. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> but okay. I can't breathe. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah. I don't remember what I was going to say. Um, That's okay. If you get max approval with Kate, she grants the trigger rush perk, which increases the action point regeneration when the player's health is below 25%. Extremely handy. I don't know. I do max my affinity out with her because I do it with everyone. Yeah, same. But it's a chore. Kind of like strong. It's a chore. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it would be, especially since the most conventional ways that I usually use to max people as quickly as possible seem to be the thing she hates Mm -hmm. like she's not into helping settlers and that's usually if i want to max someone out fast that's what i go do because they want people they want to help people Mm -hmm. so i just take them to all the settlements with me and they we just do all of that until i'm done with them and then i boot them to sanctuary and Mm -hmm. say goodbye Mm -hmm. bitch occasionally you go say hi to them check in on them and then it's just like man okay bye we're done here yeah pretty much yeah basically the only people i take around are hancock and valentine the rest of you guys are yeah you know your place your second string at best (laughs) you guys are my bench warmers okay (laughs) that's basically it Right. And that is the probably the only baseball term you'll ever get from me because I know nothing else about sports balls. Which one day we should dive into baseball, though, because it is so heavy in this game. Oh, it is very interesting in this game, too. Yeah. Yeah. My final thoughts on Kate. I am not super into the very stereotypical Irish tough girl act Mm -mm. because I'm not into those kind of stereotypes. I'm not into stereotyping people based on their culture. Yeah. So that bothers me. It honestly does. But that also makes me wonder, um, I can't remember what their names are, but we talked about them in the Diamond City episode. With because of their mm-hmm. accent about whether oh. or not she was actually an import from Ireland or not. The Bobrov brothers. Yes, exactly. Yes. 
But I wonder if she ever lived in Ireland or whether it was just her accent is brought upon by her parents because she has mentioned a couple of times wandering around that she wonders what's going on across the pond. Yeah. So I wonder if she actually grew up there or whether she just heard stories. Yeah. Or what is up with that? I would like a little more information on that. I would as well. With her... Tough girl act, it is such a facade, though, is the thing. Yeah. It is fake, 100%. It's a front she puts up because it's what she thinks she needs to show the world. Yeah. Because she is a deeply, deeply broken individual. Yeah. So it's nice that she goes and she gets clean. That's great. I love that part of it. It's a good ending to her story. I do wish that she had become a little kinder of a person. Like, I wish that she would be more willing to help others and, like, actually shown more personal growth and some very real healing from her past. Right. But it's just not something we got in game and that's a little disappointing for me. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. I also just don't think it was necessary to give a character with an Irish accent and make them an alcoholic. No, you're absolutely right. That's a very now stereotype for a very, very distant future. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that absolutely was not necessary. Um, I also think it's interesting that she seemed to know a lot about Vault-Tec experiments, especially since the life she has lived. It doesn't seem like she would have been able to wander around and gather this kind of knowledge herself. So I wonder if it's things she heard while she was enslaved or how she came across the knowledge of the different vaults. I don't know. That's a very good question. It would be interesting to actually know the answer to that because I don't see her going into a lot of vaults, but... And number three, you could go to a vault Tech headquarters and get information. You can get information from the, from the Brotherhood in New Vegas and stuff like that. So I wonder if she found, like, someone with information who shared it with her and she just took a special interest in the vaults. Or if she found stuff on her own and took an interest and started finding out as much as she could. Just because, you know, sometimes you just get an interest in something and you're like, okay, well... This is all I'm going to learn about from now on forever. Right. Until something new comes along. Yeah. Both are very good possibilities. One notable quote from her is when you're at Starlight Drive-In. Uh-huh. She will mention that she knew a guy who had a movie projector, but the movie he had, the only movie he had, was about a talking dog and it was kind of shite. Oh, no. And I was like, huh. Oh, no. Huh. <laughs> I wonder what she was talking about. Huh. (laughs) I think I know what you were watching. Right. Uh. Yeah. Very curious. Think I know. Fair enough. In which case, she at least shares the same movie taste as we do. So. That movie definitely was shite. (laughs) Absolutely. It absolutely was. Yeah. We don't need to go into this again. Nope. (laughs) We could go off forever on it. Jeez Louise. And that is my final thought on Vault 95 and Kate. Same here. If any of you wonderful people have any thoughts on either of these subjects, feel free to go to awkwardintrovertpod.fireside.fm. You can find links to all of our social media, leave us a comment, send us a message, We will happily discuss your views on these things with you. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, subscribe, leave a review. We love to hear from you guys. 
On that note, stay hydrated. Don't get shot at. Take your vitamins. Yeah, take vitamin D, guys. It's winter right now and you really need it. Yes. I know it makes a big difference in my day, so. Yeah, mine too. That's been helping a lot lately. And also, eat healthy and stick to your New Year's resolutions. All right. Bye. Bye.